fam. What is going on? My name is Hector Santi Esteban, and I'm your host. And for the last, geez, it feels like it's been almost a decade, I've been trying to help podcasters like you to start, launch, and grow, and monetize their shows. And over the last however many years, I've been trying to figure out all the things that work and all the things that don't work so that I can come back to here, come back to this show, and bring those to you. Today's episode is a very specific sliver of podcasting because I almost don't like doing these episodes because I think that they give people the wrong idea about podcasting. And that is that you can come in and make a lot of money podcasting right away. And don't get me wrong. I love podcasting. I think that it can be a career. I have devoted my career to podcasting, but I am also not of the mind that everybody who starts a podcast is going to become a Joe Rogan. I don't know if that's possible. That's like saying every singer is going to become a Michael Jackson or a Justin Timberlake or Madonna or pick whatever it is, right? We have these standouts. And on the other side, the great thing about podcasting is that if someone wants to come in and make a living out of it, they can do it. And there are a variety of models out there that can work for you. And this is just one of them. And this model is for somebody who has already built up enough of a base, right? They've already got through the initial figuring out, working with a client, a friend who they are a couple of hundred episodes in, and they have been slogging away at this podcasting thing for a few years now, week in, week out. They've been doing episodes. They are up to two episodes a week right now. And the challenge is, is that they're just not seeing the return from it necessarily. Three years in, you would hope that it is starting to generate some sort of return on not only the money that you're putting in, but the time so that it can be sustainable. To think that this person has been dedicating years to this, that's one thing. But then to think that they're going to continue to edit and do all of the parts of the process forever, it doesn't seem to make sense. And so at a certain point, we're going to have to be willing to fund it with our own time, which I think at a certain point, we all hit a certain point where even if editing is fun or we do it at the beginning because we have to, at a certain point, unless editing and audio and sound is our thing, then it becomes a little challenging to do that week in, week out, week in, week out, and then also focus on growing the show, on doing the other parts of the show, on developing it, strategic partnerships, all those types of things take headspace, they take time, they take energy. And if you're constantly just focusing on the editing, you're not always going to have that. And so you may be sitting there thinking, but Hector, I have to do my editing, I have to do that. Well, that's your own bridge to cross. These people were at a different place And what they were wanting to do is they were wanting for it to somehow sustain itself. How do they find a way where they are able to free up their time so that they can focus on the things that are really driving their business and are also driving them as people? This show had been going on for a few years. It's a couple of hundred episodes in. It had built up enough audience. Now, it's not going to break any charts. It's not going to break any records. But there is a core audience, a core group of people that have been following this person for a significant amount of time. And although that the audience may not be very wide, 
it was definitely deep. They knew that the host had a deep connection with the listeners. And so that was what they were going to lean on. They also realized that the host, although some of his products and services, he had a book out, he has some offerings that he's starting to work through and create. They just weren't quite of a finished, polished enough product to put out there and for it to make sense to be the main revenue driver of the show. And so what was nice is that there was another company that the host really enjoyed, a service that they were providing. They were helping him get into shape. They were something that he was using and talking about a lot already on social media. And he actually reached out to them and found out that they had a partner program where for every person that he would refer to them, they would be giving him, I think it was an extra 500 bucks. In order to pay for our services, he only had to get a few people to be able to join this other group. And although he didn't have millions of people in his audience, he knew that he could get a couple of people to sign up on this program. All of a sudden, because his focus, instead of trying to sell hundreds or thousands or whatever it may be, it was really on going deep and just partnering with this one company to align the content, align the promotions, the social media, all that sort of stuff was all pointing at this other company now. That was how he was going to sustain the show. And that's how he was going to kind of fund it while he's developing his offerings, while he's growing his book. And he has a couple of new products and things like that coming out. In the meantime, he's actually using the products and services of other people to be able to fund his business. They're sponsors of the show. And now he's able to take that experience and get results for these people. And then he can now put that into a case study and go to other sponsors and say, hey, we generated this much revenue. We did this. Here was what the campaign was like. And now he's not starting from scratch. So for you, what's cool is that if you're eventually looking to go the sponsorship route, you can prove it out and you may have a audience that is active enough that you didn't even realize. This may work for you too. Think about are there businesses, are there services that you really, really recommend and are recommending even without getting paid already? Sometimes they'll have partner programs, or you might be able to reach out to them, send them a DM on Instagram, find people on LinkedIn, reach out. And a lot of times people are excited to hear that there are people wanting to promote and share their products. And especially if you promote some sort of deal with like this, where you only get something when you actually send them somebody or when somebody comes through, it's kind of a win-win for everybody. So hopefully this resonated with you. If you have questions, come find me on LinkedIn, come find me on Twitter at Hector underscore podcast. Also on Instagram, a little bit more now as well at the same at Hector underscore podcast. But I appreciate you being part of the fam. As always, look forward to the next one. See you later, y'all.